Welcome, dear listeners, to Vermont Stretch Radio, the only show broadcast to you live from the Killington of Earth Gimmel. We bring you the news in between our whimsical ramblings and diatribes about the real. On to today's parahuman news, the only actual news our world seems to have these days. Rumors of a new prison abound, spreading, identifying it as surely being even more inescapable than the last two completely inescapable prisons, both of which saw a complete and total escape within the same two-year period. Given my prior history of killing people indiscriminately, it should come as no surprise that I am in favor of reinstating stating the death penalty just for the principle of it, even if the death penalty itself has proven to be escapable these days. Well, unfortunately for... Well, fortunately, actually, for me. Team Breakthrough, headed by Victoria Dallin, alias Anti-Ares, alias Glory Girl, has made yet another sweeping endorsement of capes coming together and doing that thing they all do when they're together. Not teamwork or collaboration, listeners, the whole fighting and oppression side of things. Between the coalition of villains seizing Earth Shin slash Earth Supreme, following Team Breakthrough's attempt to stop a prison break, the giant portals that have been opened across most of Megacity Gimmel, following Team Breakthrough's attempt to de-escalate the assault on the Mathers family compound. Well, just about every single accomplishment of Team Breakthroughs has led to violence and bloodshed. They can't even show up on TV without causing political upheaval and bloodshed, as their appearance on Hard Boil so elegantly proved. I've almost a mind to give them an interview myself. Further on, and additional news, Villainess Love Lost and her associates have been called out as the New Slaughterhouse Nine by some heroes with no understanding whatsoever of who the Slaughterhouse Nine were or what they actually did. The mute Villainess has been serving as a mercenary hire with a formal and fixed base and a collection of ultraviolent villains willing to mutilate and kill. This is, of course, different to the inaugural team of the Slaughterhouse Nine, who lacked a fixed base and served more as a sort of wandering band of killers for hire, a far cry from the more modern perception of the Nine as a wandering band of criminals and killers. You see, they did work for other people initially, but decided to go solo after that. Started their own record label, as it were. In any case, Love Lost and Co. have seized control of a small piece of the megacity, an act that just about every man and his dog has been able to accomplish. Hardly the stuff of nightmares, listeners. So just assume it's a bit of fear-mongering if anybody tells you that Love Lost is actually up to something important or scary compared to the actual, real monsters out there. She's not one of them. Following a daring raid on its web yesterday, the Jersey Grub has finally been captured after two years of relatively harmless activity, having been caught mid of a position, having laid eggs in more than a dozen people during this year's breeding season alone. The Jersey Grub is currently awaiting trial for sexual assault with a parahuman ability, and as a case 53, protocol identifies that 
only having appeared some two years ago, it might not actually be triable as an adult, or it might not understand what it was doing. Well, there's debate as to whether it should be tried as a minor, or whether it's same childlike innocence actually qualifies it for the treatment we'd give a wild animal. Lacking memories or any understanding of human society, the Jersey grub could certainly be argued to not be human at all, and certainly Earth Gimmel's legal system has recognized more sophisticated and intelligent creatures to no longer be deserving of human rights. So it seems that all it takes is a cutesy little human face for an actual debate to be raised about an egg-laying monstrosity. In sports news for today, the American Football Association of Earth Gimmel and its associated parallels has recognized that the early onset of winter this year has made the great national pastime completely unplayable due to freezing winds and icy conditions on many of the megacities' pitches, which is good as it has freed up those same pitches for real sports, such as rugby, women's rugby, unisex rugby, Australian rules football, and of course, football, football. In art news, one of the few, few paintings to have survived the Protectorate's vile terrorist attack on the elite settlement has recently been auctioned for the sum of 12 million trading dollars. The painting has suffered heavy water damage, though its new owner has declared that she intends to leave the painting, an original landscape of the Bait Boston skyline supposedly drawn by the villain Accord, in its current water-damaged state. The new owner has also expressed her wish to remain anonymous. In S-Class Threat News, the Machine Army is expanding still across the apocalyptic hellscape that is Earth Bait. The Slaughterhouse Nine are still regularly appearing on our television screens without any complaint. A sentient plague of brain-eating fungus has agreed to retreat from its attempt to take over a settlement on Earth J, following bargaining with the local wardens, and has agreed to no longer attack humans at all in exchange for the secrets of penicillin. The Simurg has recently been spotted in Earthbait's Indonesia colony, a survivor camp turned cyberpunk dystopia that was recently visited by the Angelic Endbringer, whose ability to predict the domino-like impact of her every action and appearance surely makes reporting her appearance part of her plan. Anyone at home listening in should do their very best to ignore the theological impact of this statement. Actually, you should or probably try not to think about the Simurg at all. You definitely shouldn't worship her, as the Wardens have already proven that they are completely intolerant of any attempts to deify the Endbringers. And now, the weather forecast for Killington, and indeed the Vermont stretch as a whole. Cool, clear skies with a chance of light snow tomorrow as clouds drift in from around the portal to Earth J. The forecast for Megacity Gimmel is mass starvation of refugee camps with a chance of frost tonight. Moving on to tomorrow, cloudy skies for most of the afternoon, except in New Brockton, where the portal dividing most of the New Brockton Peninsula from the mainland is letting in a rather beautiful bit of sunshine. Sleet in Peach 3 trees through to Stratford, and finally rain in New York and hail in Norfair. This concludes today's broadcast.
This was a fan production for the Parahuman Audio Community Content section. Worm, Ward, and the Parahuman series are all owned by J.C. McRae, alias Wildbow, and the latter, Ward, can be found at parahumans.net, while the former, Worm, can be found at parahumans.wordpress.com. A big thank you to Rain for showing us how to be a podcast. That's Rain, the creator of the Ward and Worm audiobook projects, and to everyone who's written in a letter in the past for the encouragement. And now, finally, a message from the author. Hello out there. My name is Calvin Turner. I am non-binary, a gender. I prefer they or them as far as pronouns go, although I did not know that when I was starting this podcast. It's actually been a little funny because this ridiculous campy tone that I've been putting on sort of became what I was aiming for in my day-to-day life now, and this sort of practice has helped me explore me. So that's kind of nice, and it's probably why the outros now sound pretty much the same as the rest of the podcast. Uh, I thought I'd come out here too, because why not? I'm out on, uh, well, on Discord in the Cauldron server for, like, uh, it's a worm fanfic server, and it's sort of how I got into the fandom. I don't think I've shouted out to it before, but it's sort of been part of me for a while now, well over a year and a bit, and I've made a fair few friends there, and I'd probably recommend it to you as well, because that's somewhere nice you could go. Yeah. Um, that's about it for today. Uh, the music, as always, well, the little humming at the start and at the end is... Aquilero do Brazil. It's sort of based on the movie Brazil from 1985. Terry Gilliam. Woo. My favourite film. Yeah. Huh. Don't have that much else to say and sort of impressed that you're all still listening. But yeah. If you are by this point, you are cool people. And... Well, it's just nice to know that people like listening to me. Goodbye.